You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. McGregor versus Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Plus, don't forget, hockey and basketball where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the week. DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. It's the McGregor versus Poirier rubber match. Get in on all the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose. Welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Nick Floor, and joining me, sweaty as always, we got Dylan Kayser in the pigeonhole, as well as producer Pigeon himself. How we doing, folks? Man, it's uh, it's hot. It's still hot up here in uh, Canada. So yes, we are sweating in the pigeonhole, and it's always a little bit hotter in the pigeonhole. Yeah, the igloos be melting. We're going to put that on a t-shirt on our Teespring for Stick Hungry Podcast. It's going to say, it's always hotter in the pigeonhole. And it's just going to have pigeon looking back at it. That's all it's going With to be. With a bead of sweat coming off of it. Oh, man. A single bead. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's amazing. There's some pigeon, other pigeons trying to get in the studio the other day, too. It oh, was yeah, like a tack of the pigeons in the parking lot. It was. It was. Anyways. <laughs> they, dude, have you guys seen I don't know. I don't want to. Okay, really quick. Yes. Before we get into some more bullshit, let's get our social media handles out there. My, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NickFloor underscore. You can follow the podcast at StickHungryPod. And you can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Dylan? You can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. And myself at Producer underscore Pigeon. Big shout out to the, to the Reddit community. You be savages, but we love you. Yeah, we yeah, love you. Amazing. We got some they, uh we got some reviews and they weren't like negative or positive. They're they just, just passionate and and I say savage with all due respect. Like yeah. I love it. No, and it wasn't, you know, at us, you know, the podcast. It was our it was our player review episodes yeah. and everyone has a different op- opinion on different players and we love hearing it. So, yeah, so I, shout I, I out to everybody. I want to see some more savages come at us. Yeah, shout out to everyone uh, on Reddit who's yeah, commenting and engaging in the conversation about these player reviews and shout out to Nick and Dylan here who are doing a great job running them down. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Jeez. I'm barely producing Jeez. today, by the way. I'm literally just sitting in front of the computer having fun. <laughs> That's the best part about it, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when when you guys put out such a like a fully embodied work, it just shows that you have the same passion for this that we do. So we love that. We don't like to see the one-liner comment, lol, that's dumb. No, that's not. There's no effort. Why is it dumb? That. Tell us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me your breakdown. And I, I loved the ones that I read. I believe there was one that we uh, read about Mark Edward Vlasic that was very in-depth, had a lot of really good points to it. So it definitely keep them coming, boys. We love it. And girls, boys and girls. No one's excluded on this podcast. 
But speaking of player reviews, we got one dialed up for everyone right now. And we have everyone's favorite, well, I wouldn't say everyone's favorite punching bag. I'd say Brett Hedekin's favorite punching bag, Timo <laughs> Meyer, lined up for everybody. So we're going to hop right into this puppy. We're going to be using the exact same metrics that we've used before, uh, the buy-sell meter from Dauber Prospects, as well as different statistics to go over, and our end-of-season report card for said player. So Timo Meyer only missed two games this season for the San Jose Sharks. 54 games played for those keeping track at home with a total of 31 points. Bit of a letdown. You you know, in this type of season, you expect to see your key young players like Timo Meyer, who have produced significantly in the past, take that extra leap forward. Um, let's take a look at his, I guess, kind of useless stats, like plus minus. Everyone hates that one. He had a minus of seven, ended up with 155 shots on goal. Again, you have to adjust for... You know, this being a condensed season, so not something you can really base things off of. Uh, you know, overall, blocks. like, just looking at all these stats, Nick, uh, it was a disappointing season uh, for Timo Meyer for me. I, I had a lot of expectations for this guy actually coming into the year. I feel like he has all the tools to be uh, a star in this league, not even just a good player. I think he can be a star in this league. He has the size, he has the speed, he has a shot, and he has a good offensive mindset. He just hasn't put it all together. He hasn't been consistent. We saw it this year. You know, there were games, there were periods of, you know, five or six games where I didn't even know Timo Meyer was a San Jose Shark. He, He was invisible. Um, so I, I think that's what it comes down to for Timo Meyer is consistency. And you'd hope that by now he kind of worked that out as a young player. Hopefully he works that out in the next season or two. Can I play devil's advocate just for Go a ahead. second here? Maybe he didn't have the tools around him who were playing up to the level that they should have been playing to, to, to help him succeed. Cause at the end of the day, he's not a, he doesn't drive the offense. He's a great mm-hmm. piece in the offensive equation, I would say overall. And furthermore, yeah, his stats are now the 12 goals. That's disappointing in 54 games, 100%. His underlying stats, for what it's worth, were were pretty damn good. You know, his, his defensive stats, his course, he's Fenwick. Um, so, so all those underlining things were actually not that bad. If anything, he actually led the team in a few. So there is that maybe, maybe, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate, but maybe that contributed to why you didn't notice him from an offensive side, but he was actually just helping out where there were gaps defensively as well. Well, it's a fair point, but I, I just think, look at the players he actually did play with, and I just think that they they were good enough, uh, fair enough for yeah. him to still have a good offensive season. I, I Honestly, I agree. I think it would be hypocritical of me to not agree with Isha in this instance because I said the exact same thing about Eric Carlson when we did our player review. You know, he had not very good stat lines, but if you look at the underlying stats... Shang uh, Peng has an amazing article powered by Sport Logic where he actually did a lot better in most, like, at, you know, I guess trackable metrics than most players did. It just seemed like the finish wasn't there. Eric Carlson's making elite outlet passes to guys like Noah Gregor, and they just can't seem to finish. But I feel like with, with Timo Meyer, it's the exact same thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach patience again with him. He's 24, he's 24 years old. He turns 25 in October, like this October. Yeah, he's I, been in the league for a while, so you might you know, think he's a bit older. But yeah, he is only 24. Yeah, yeah I believe it was either yesterday or today, five years ago, he got drafted. And his wow. early success shouldn't be, I guess, a, a metric you can base everything off of. This was a very stacked team in 2016. We made a Stanley Cup run 
you know, and then 2019 as well, he was an amazing player, but look at the people around him. Yeah, most people like to say, hey, your best players need to elevate those around him. But if you look at this team, just as far as depth goes, it it's not a great team at all. There's a reason why we finished where we finished. And for, he's just, I, I don't know, I guess I, I could just defend him all day again. I, if you look at his stats, yes, it's easy to, to harp on him. He seemed invisible, you know, He's a usually a more physical player, and he just got this nice bridge contract to see if he can get the long term extension. And it doesn't seem like he's really playing up to that contract per se. That could help the Sharks though long term yeah, if you know next three plays better, and then they lock him up for a little bit cheaper. I mean, because yeah. right? I, I do have faith in this player. I do think yeah. Timo Meyer is going to be a seventy point guy in the NHL. I really do think that. Yeah, easily. I mean, he's he was bounced around the lineup again. That was allegedly reflective of his play, but it didn't seem like anyone really meshed in the system at all this year. So you know, I'm going to continue to throw it onto the the coaching fundamentals. It's like you have these very talented players as a core. I mean, even the top six. If you, if you include Rudolph's Balsers in the top six, it's still a very good top six. There's no reason why these guys shouldn't be producing. You know, it, I think it's a little bit too coincidental that everyone is doing bad in this type of system. And I will continue to preach patience for Timo Meyer. Yes, he's. I guess for the the casual viewer. If you're watching the Sharks, you're constantly going to hear, and I, I just kind of tapped on it earlier, you're going to hear Brett Hedekin just nail into Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson because they are one of the best at their positions. You know, that's what they were drafted to do. Timo Meyer was drafted ahead of Rantanen, one pick ahead of Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche. So a lot of people would just look at him under this microscope and expect greatness through and through every night, no matter what. But... Again, he's 24. He's going through a bit of a retool, rebuild with this team, and he doesn't have the great players like Jumbo Joe and Joe Pavelski around him complimenting his every move. So, again, just I want to preach a little bit of patience for Timo Meyer in that sense. Yeah, and I agree. Like I said earlier, I still have a lot of faith in this guy. I see a 70-point guy. I just think the, the the size that he has with the speed, I think that's super valuable in the NHL, and we see that the game is getting faster and he can keep up. Um, yeah. what, it's like they're uh, trying to turn him into something he's not because you made the note that he's better when he's more physical, right? How many times in previous years did we see Timo Meyer? He's coming into the, the offensive zone full head of steam, and he would do his textbook move where he's holding def the defender off with his body and then keeping the puck at a distance. And normally you'd see Timo Meyer make a move and try to put a shot on goal, do something yep. like that, generate a scoring chance. This year, we see a lot of Timo Meyer circling around the back of the net. It's like they're trying to turn him into a playmaker in the sense that he's, he's not that style of player. He's a very physical player. When he gets rolling, when he starts throwing the body around, much like a Vander Kane. I was just going to bring that up. A very comparable player is a Vander Kane. They play a very similar style. It's all about the shot. It's all about driving the net, size, and speed. Very similar players, and there's no reason why you can't have two guys like that in the lineup. You don't have to change one of these players to be a playmaker like you said, Nick. Yeah, and I mean, if you look, I mean, just at, let's say, something simple like last year, 155 hits as opposed to the 75 hits this year. Yeah. So, um, I, I, the only thing that I could really criticize him for is his physical play. And that, that's about it. I know there were a lot of, like, again, like under the microscope type of analytics for, oh, he's just, it doesn't seem like he wants it enough or this or that. I don't think that's true at all for Timo Meyer. I feel like he's working through some kinks on his own end 
figuring out how he's going to be the player that he is in the NHL while also trying to fit into the system and the rubric of the coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, just like the rest of the team, they're trying to adapt to playing on this losing team, and it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, should we get to our report cards? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can break down the shooting percentage on the buy-sell meter really quick, and then we'll do our report cards. You know what, Nick? You, you go right ahead. You go right ahead and do that. <laughs> Just a, a couple of quick stats we wanted to kind of outline here, which I think re- reflects exactly what we were saying about the player. Uh, his shooting percentage, I believe, is just under what's expected of him at 7.7%. You can compare that to the last three years where he averaged around 11%. So a big difference of 3% there, it does make a huge difference. And I feel like that's where it reflects in what I said. The the coaching is trying to make him become a passer or a playmaker instead of just allowing him to use his skills to shoot the puck. So I expect to see that number go up significantly next year. Uh, Five-on-five shooting percentage is at 8.8%, so a little bit higher on that end, but we still want to see it around that 11% mark for a player like Timo. Uh, What's the next one you got, Dylan? Uh, So the next one is points per 60 minutes. He was at uh, 2.1, which is, you know, fairly average or or good for uh, a player like Timo Meyer. Then secondary assists was at 47.4%, which is also pretty average. So, like, across the board, the analytics showed that, yeah, Timo Meyer did not have a bad season, just did not show up on the scoreboard at the end of the day. His his time on ice numbers were down a little bit, which is why you see that points per 60 actually around average, even though it feels like he didn't get as many points. Uh, He was demoted quite a bit throughout the year, and I feel like with a young player like that, you need to display a little bit more confidence and allow him to work out his own problems, especially on a struggling team where promoting a guy on or demoting him down to a third line with the likes of essentially nobody to – help him with his play is going to help his confidence at all. So, all right, now it's report card time. What do you got? What's your, what's your score, Dylan? All right. So uh, I'm looking at the outline here. I'm, I'm a bit more harsh on, uh, on my students. It looks like C plus (laughs) uh, for Timo Meyer. I mean, C plus because like, I, I don't think he had a bad season. I don't think he had a particularly good season. I expected him to take a step forward, which he didn't do. So, you know what? C plus it was, it was an average season, I guess, for Timo Meyer. So that's uh, that's my grade. Yeah, I grade a little bit more on a curve with my bias, I, I presume. I, I gave him a solid B. Um, I don't feel like the points and the point totals reflected his effort and uh, his you get his You get marks style. for attendance in Nick Flores' class. You're goddamn right. Hey, uh, the, the best ability is availability, and he played 54 out of 56 games. So, you know... I'm just saying he there was you go. there. Hey, I won't take it and away from a, him. A little bit more consistency with his line mates, I feel like will do him justice. Uh, but I, I do expect to see his numbers go back up next year. He's working out a couple of kinks, um, and, and he's going to be back to the Timo Meyer that we that we know. There you go, Mister and uh, Mrs. Meyer are going to be happy with that report card from uh, little Timo there. <laughs> little Timo, Timo time. <laughs> That's what he says like when he comes time. home. He busts open the door with a report card. It's Timo time. They open it up. C plus. Family guy Kool-Aid man style. It's Timo time. Yeah. It just makes a new hole in the wall every time he doesn't go through the same hole. Why do you keep doing this? It's so expensive. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all we got for you guys on, de- on deck for uh, Timo Meyer. You guys got any remaining thoughts? 
Uh, no, else? I think we uh, pretty much summed it up. Like I said, I expected a lot from Timo Meyer. I still expect a lot from Timo Meyer next season. I really like this player, and I-, I think he could be a pillar for this organization. I agree. I hope he does not get traded because that seems to be the rave all, all around uh, <laughs> the interwebs. So uh, feel free to let us know. Tweet at us. Let us know if you agree with our report card. Uh, give us your grade. Reddit users, leave us a detailed description as to why everything we said was incorrect. And uh, <laughs> the only way to do that is if you follow us on Twitter, at StickHungryPod. Make sure you follow the network, at HockeyPodNet. And you can also follow myself if you want to, uh, I guess, go on a rampage in my DMs, at NickFloor underscore Dylan. Uh, you can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. And myself at producer underscore pigeon. All right. Look out for some more player reviews in the future. You guys all stay safe, drink your water, and have a good day.